What's going on, everybody? This is Brian Ward of the Dad Up Podcast, the podcast show for dads about dads being dads. I am super excited about the guest that I have on today. But before we get to that, if you have not yet subscribed to my show, please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Now, let's get on with the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Dad Up. Just wanted to thank you for joining me today. Uh, listen, today's going to be a little bit different. Um, it's a little bit unique in, in what I've decided to do for this uh, episode. But my guest today, um, I'm super excited about because uh, even though he's frequently on the show, um, I've never really sat down and asked him questions. So my guest today is me. Um, I have... Uh, I have really thought about um, just kind of putting this podcast episode together for, you know, for you as my viewers or my listeners to really know who I am as a dad, uh, to know the things that I have uh, going on in my life with my boys, um, to understand the vision of where the data podcast is going. And um, if you recall, a couple of weeks back, I had sent out a post on Instagram on my social media pages um, at Dad at Podcast uh, about um, questions that you might have for me, um, questions that you may be interested in knowing about me uh, or about my show. And um, the feedback was phenomenal. I got a lot of questions and I'm actually going to just for this episode, I'm just going to run through those questions and kind of give you an idea of what it is that I'm doing um, not only for the show, but you know, what am I, what I'm doing as a dad? Um, and the funny thing is I've actually, um, received a lot of, uh, questions from dads, uh, for the last two and a half years that I've been doing this show. And, um, you know, sometimes I, you know, see them out in public or whatnot, and they know, you know, obviously know who I am and they'll ask me questions about their parenting, about what they can do. And, and I've always tried to provide that uh, guidance and, and advice based on my own experiences, because as you know, if you've been watching my show, um, I have two older boys. So um, I like to say that I don't, I, I'm not a um, professional therapist, but I, I, I do like to consider myself um, an expert or a professional dad, uh, because I've been doing this thing called dad life for many years. My older son's 23, my younger son's 20. Um, so I've been through kind of just about everything. Um, and so I'm really excited about this episode. I'm really excited to kind of dive into some of these questions and really give you an idea of exactly who I am uh, as a person, um, my vision for the podcast, um, and then questions around, you know, my parenting style and things that I did as a dad or didn't do as a dad um, with my boys as they were growing up. So I just want to um, kind of dive right in. Um, I know one of the first questions I received on the show was what's, what's my vision for data? What's my vision for uh, the brand? And I have a couple different things that, that I've kind of been um, thinking about a lot. Um, it's funny. I actually have a personal board of directors uh, that I meet with every other month. And we kind of go through the things that I'm doing in my life uh, to make me a better person, um, to make me better in, not only with my brand, but as a, as a person with my family and my finance, my finances and things like that. So um, <clears throat> we talk about the different things that I can do as a person to improve myself. Um, and for my brand, 
um, dad up. Um, I have several different things that I'm kind of thinking about and trying to figure out how to put together. But one of them is um, a retreat. Uh, I've been thinking about this for a long time. And it's something that I think is going to start happening here pretty quick. But I'd like to do a um, dad up retreat. And I caught, I don't know if it'd be called dad up retreat or dad up tribe, whatever it is. Um, but I kind of envision this kind of three day little weekend getaway for dads. And then I also had an idea of maybe bringing their, their kids with them. And we would do, you know, different activities. We talk about different topics, um, maybe have a guest speaker or two uh, come to the event. Um, and we just kind of pour into each other as dads, um, as parents. And um, I think it would be fun. Um, and I don't, like I said, I don't know if I'm going to go with just the dads. I don't know if I'm going to go with dads and their kids. But um, I think it would just be a really cool way to just really get to know everybody in person instead of through social media or through, you know, things like Zoom or podcast episodes. So that's one of the things that I'm working on or um, looking into um, because I really think it would be great for, um, for you dads out there. Um, the other thing that I'm um, looking at is uh, clubs. And what I mean by that is you know, through my, uh, some of my coaching, uh, where I'm talking with, uh, meeting with dads that, um, have questions about their parenting style and the things that they may be doing right or wrong. Um, and so that, that kind of ties in clubs and, and coaching kind of ties in together, but, um, putting that together where, um, I can meet with these dads, you know, every, every couple of weeks and we can kind of go through the things that they're doing. Um, so I can try to help encourage them uh, in being better. Um, one of the other things that I am working on right now, um, and it's a slow, a slow process, but I am working on it is my book. Um, obviously it's going to be called data and, um, it's just a book that's going to be, it's going to provide some insights, uh, more insights about who I am as a, as a parent, but also, um, tools and tips and things and strategies that dads can use to, uh, to get better, uh, as a dad. So that's one of the uh, one of the ideas that I have or the visions that I have for my brand. Um, and then the other thing is obviously, um, like a lot of us that have uh, a, a big brand is through our speaking, uh, speaking engagements, things that different events that you go to and, and talk about um, what you're doing and the things that you're doing. Um, so that's something that uh, that I'm actually working on. I actually have a couple of uh, different events uh event planners that have reached out to me about coming and speaking at their events. So I'm really excited about that. Um, my podcast has been going now for almost two and a half years. And I'm about a hundred, I want to say about a hundred, I think about 120 episodes in. And I've learned a lot in doing this show. And I've learned a lot in the things that, that not only the dads that I've met, but, you know, I've had a couple moms on my show too, but um, not only the dads that I've met, but just, I was talking to somebody, it's funny, I was talking to somebody yesterday on my show and I was telling him that, you know, just doing the podcast, even though I've been a dad for a long time, just doing the podcast has really helped me understand the things that I did right as a dad and the things that I did wrong as a dad. And it's kind of helped guide me moving forward in um, helping me, uh, teaching me how to be a better dad, even though my boys are older, I'm still their dad. 
um, and I still have to provide guidance and I still have to provide leadership and I still have to provide trust um, with them. Uh, and it's really been a great journey. And, you know, my ultimate goal for this podcast was really just a hobby. It was something that I wanted to just kind of do to hope in the hopes that it would encourage um, dads out there uh, or moms um, to be the best that they could be for their kids. And um, it's really evolved into so much more than that because I've met so many awesome people. I mean, really phenomenal people. And it has really helped me um, take a deep look at the things that I have done over the years as a father, whether it's good or bad, and really kind of opened my eyes as to what I need to do to um, change or what I need to do to um, help improve um, my parenting style or my parenting role. Um, and I think it's been great for not only me, but for moms as well. Um, you know, this is a, this is a podcast for dads, but this is, this is a podcast for parenting. This is a podcast for our kids. And, um, you know, my tagline is, is for dads about dads being dads, but you know what, this is really for parents about parents being parents. And, um, it's important for us to understand that, you know, our kids are our future and we need to do the best we can to bring them up, um, to the best of our abilities and provide for them, give them safety, give them trust, uh, give them love. Um, those things are all super important. So um, that was a great question for me because um, it really kind of kept me in line with where I'd like to go with the brand is, is just a vision that I have for it. So um, I appreciate that question. But the next one that I got was, what is your purpose? Why do you do what you do? And I think I just talked about it you know, really in the beginning, it was just this dad up podcast was just a hobby for me. It was really just kind of a way for me to, well, I'll tell you the backstory. If you haven't listened to all my episodes, I've talked about it before, but you know, when my older son, he was in college, my younger son was a senior in high school. And I kind of felt like my dad journey was ending uh, because I had raised two good young men to be productive members of society. And they, they knew right from wrong. Um, they had a good, we had a good relationship. Um, and even though technically my dad role doesn't end, I felt like there was gonna be something missing. My younger son was about to graduate high school and go off to college. And I felt like there was gonna be this missing piece. And don't get me wrong, as excited as I was to be you know, that empty nester with my wife, um, I felt like you know, the things that I had done over the last, you know, 18, 19 years was over, it was done. And so I felt this little missing piece inside of me. And I thought about, you know, what could I do to kind of help provide dad's um, guidance and leadership and, and encouragement. And, um, you know, talking to a family member, uh, they had suggested the podcast and, and it's, listen, a podcast, I've listened to them, but I've never gotten into podcasts and no clue how to even start a podcast. So if there's something if you're looking at kind of considering maybe doing a podcast, all like the advice that I would tell you, if it's something that you seriously want to do, just jump in, just dive in because I didn't have a clue what to do. Um, and I just kind of got started. So, um, it, so as far as, you know, me kind of starting this, it was really just a hobby. And listen, my ultimate goal was, hey, listen, if I could help one dad out there, I think that I've done a, I've done an awesome job. Um, and, aside from it helping me over the last two years, two and a half years, 
Um, I know that I've helped many dads out there and it's, that is so rewarding to me to know that I have made an impact on other dads to help them be better for their kids. Because like I said, they are our future. And if I can help you as a parent, um, be better for your kids and build that, um, build a better relationship with your kids and build a better bond with your kids, um, then uh, that is the reward. That is the blessing in it. So this has just been a huge, um, a huge uh, thing for me to do in the very beginning. It was, it was, it was a challenge, but his, his, the rewards that I've gotten from it have been phenomenal. And I'm looking forward to this show just kind of continuing and evolving, um, you know, especially like the retreats and the clubs and, and, you know, the book and things like that, the coaching and speaking. So I, I'm, I'm excited for where the direction of the brand is going. Um, but the podcast won't ever stop. If I didn't do any of those other things, the podcast is going to keep going because the more messages I can send out as a dad, um, to listeners of podcasts, um, the more messages I can send out of how, how to, how to be a better person as a parent, um, the better. And so they're going to continue. The podcasts are definitely going to continue, but you know, that was my purpose. My purpose was just really a hobby in the beginning. And my goal was just kind of to help dads out there. And I think, I think that it's done a good job at that. Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't take credit for that. I take credit for the, the for starting the show, but the show is really what has, um, has given dads encouragement. So um, I, I got this question and I had to think about it, but it was really pretty, it, it's, a, it's a great question, but it's something that, um, that I still struggle with today. Um, even though my, my son's 23 and 20, they're two of my best friends. Um, I have a great relationship with them. Um, and even though I have that relationship with them, um, this question really hit me because it's something that could still impact me today, even though they're older, this could still impact me as a father. And I want to make sure that this never happens, but yeah, what is your biggest fear as a dad? And I think for me, my biggest fear as a dad right now, um, is that I lose connection with my boys and, uh, I don't want that to ever happen. Um, it was something that, you know, as they grew up, I didn't want to lose that bond, that connection with them. And um, now that they're older, and this could be probably um, more relevant now than it was before, because now they're older and about to, you know, they're kind of going off on their own. My son's graduated college, working a, working a sales job, loves it, making a great living. My younger son's away at college right now. And he's about to, you know, he's got a couple more years and he'll graduate but when they go away, when they go off on their own, start their own families, um, I don't want to lose that connection with them, uh, the connection that we have right now. Uh, so that's one of my biggest fears. Uh, and uh, I don't think it'll happen. I'm pretty confident it won't happen because of the bonds that I built with them, the relationships that I built with them over the years as they grew up. Um, but the connection, um, it, it, it can, you know, as, as, as adults, we know this, when we move away from our parents, uh, move away, from, you know, my parents live in, in central California. I've moved away from them when I was just about to go into the military, I moved away from them and I don't see them as much. Um, it's very tough for us to get uh, together um, 
and see each other in person. So we have to resort to things like, you know, texting and phone calls and FaceTime and things like that. So that, that connection is what I don't want to lose with my boys. So whether they're here locally with, you know, living locally around my wife and I, uh, or they're living in another state, I want to make sure that my connection with my boys um, remains uh, because uh, that is my biggest fear. My biggest fear is just losing that connection and not being as close to them as I was when they were growing up. So that's a great question. Um, <clears throat> one of the other questions I got, uh, who are you choosing and committed to become as a dad and as a man to make your greatest impact? Um, who I'm choosing to become as a dad and a man, that's a, that's a phenomenal question because um, it's something, it's kind of like the previous question, something that I think about all the time. But one of my biggest goals as a father um, raising my boys is that I wanted to show them what a real dad looks like. I wanted to show them what a real dad does. Um, I've seen a lot of kids um, grow up. Uh, I coached, you know, youth sports all the way up through high school. And I've seen a lot of kids that have grown up with the, with the uh, lack of um, love and connection with their parents. And that's not showing your kids what a true parent does, uh, whether it's a mom or a dad. And for me, I wanted to show my sons what a real dad looks like. And so they understand that when they are older and married and have kids, that they'll have taken those lessons or watched me as a father with them. And they'll in turn translate that into their own parenting style and be that dad for their kids. Um, so that's super important to me. That was one thing that I was committed to being as a dad. I wanted to be active in everything that they did. I wanted to be involved in all the activities they were doing. And that's why I got into coaching because I felt like, if I was coaching them, uh, if I had to take them to practices and take them to games, I might as well participate and be active with them and grow that connection stronger, um, help build it stronger. So um, for me, my ultimate goal was to just kind of show my boys, hey, this is what a dad does for his kids. This is how a dad acts with his kids. And this is the love that, you, that the dad provides for his kids. Uh, and I think I've done that. I know that <clears throat> I've had conversations with my boys over the years and, you know, my, because I was so involved with them in coaching all their youth sports. Um, I know that, uh, both my boys have acknowledged that when they do get married and have kids, um, that they're going to do the same thing, that they're going to be active in the things that they're doing. Like, um, they're going to be, um, if their kids are into sports, they're going to, they're going to be a coach for their kids on the, on their teams. Um, and, and that just warms my heart because that tells me that the things that I was doing were impactful. The things that I were do that I was doing was meaningful to them. They may not have always liked me being out on the court or out on the field. They may not have always liked me being there, or they may not have always liked me providing my input or coaching them. Um, but <clears throat> they knew what, the, what I was doing and they knew why I was there. And the fact that they have both acknowledged to me that they're going to coach their kids in sports um, is huge. Uh, it makes me feel good. So it tells me that the job that I was doing over these years um, were great. And, you know, my younger son plays college basketball now. And, and I, 
I don't miss any of his games. It's just, it's a non-negotiable for me. So um, it, those kinds of things are super important to me. Um, so that is a, that's just a question that um, I think I, I've fulfilled that question uh, or fulfilled that role. Uh, and I think that my boys will take it to heart when they start having kids that they'll understand, hey, I know what a dad looks like because my dad was there for me. I know what a dad looks like or, or how, how a dad loves his kids because my dad loved me the way that, that I'm going to love my kids. Um, I know why my dad was sometimes hard on us to whether it's protection or or whatnot. I know why my dad was hard on us at times. And I know the reasons that I, and for those reasons, I'm going to be this way for my kids. Um, listen, did I do everything perfect? Absolutely not. We're not going to be perfect parents. Um, but one of the things that, uh, that I hope my kids understand is that everything that I did for them was out of love. Um, I made mistakes and, you know, I'm going to make mistakes as we go along, uh, when they, you know, start to move out of the house and get married and have kids, I'm still going to make mistakes, but they understand that my love for them, um, never wavers and that I will always be there for them no matter what. Um, so great question. Um, <clears throat> what is your deepest, fondest childhood memory and why is it significant to you to this day? Um, I think about this, actually, I think about this often. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a memory that I have with, um, my own dad. Um, it's something that I have felt like, um, has helped me, um, in, I guess it's helped me in the, in the bond and relationships that I built with my kids. Um, but when I was 12 years old, um, I bought my first car, uh, for, um, for myself. Um, and it was with paper out money. Um, and it was, <laughs> I bought it for 50 bucks. Um, and one of the cool things about buying that car, yeah, I was 12 years old and I still had four years before I could get a license. Um, but one of the cool things about it was over those next four years, uh, it was my dad and, and me building this car in the garage. Uh, the car was gutted when I bought it. It was 12 years old. It was a 1962 Chevy Nova, had no interior, had no engine, had nothing. I mean, it had wheels and it could roll. Um, and that was about it. No transmission, nothing. Um, and we spent the next four years building that car up um, to where it could get to a point that when I got my license, I could drive it. And uh, I mean, we did everything. We put uh, engine in it. Uh, we had the interior redone and it was a bond. It was like a, a an opportunity for me and my dad to work together, um, build our relationship for those four years, build our relationship and just have fun together as father and son doing an activity, a hobby uh, that ultimately had an end goal. And that was to, to build me a car because my parents didn't make a lot of money. Um, but if they built, if we built this car, I would have a car uh, and they didn't have to necessarily go out and buy one. Um, so it was a really cool experience for me. And it's funny, when I was 16 years old, um, I was able to drive. The car was actually ready when I was, I think, 15, 15 and a half. Um, and I actually started driving when I was 13. Um, started driving, we had an alleyway behind our house and I used to just drive up and down the alleyway just to kind of get practice um, with, with my mom's car. So um, <clears throat> it was a cool, uh, cool experience to go through. It taught me a lot of lessons about cars. Um, all the basic stuff, oil changes and, 
tire changes and things like that. So I actually learned a lot of lessons in those years um, about vehicles and how to take care of them and how to maintain them. Um, but like I said, it, it, the end all result was to get me a car, but it helped build this bond, this relationship with my dad um, that, uh, that I remember to this day. I think about it often. Um, and I actually sold that car. I wish I hadn't, but I actually sold that car um, when I was went into the military. I sold that car. And to this day, I know the guy who bought the car, who bought my car. Um, he lives up by my parents in Central California. And um, he did some different things to it. He painted it different. And um, I still have pictures of it right now. The, the car that I had that we got done and then the car that he uh, kind of transformed it into. Um, but that car's still around. Uh, 1962 Chevy Nova, it's still around. So that is one of my fondest memories as a child with my parents, with my dad, um, is just building a car. And it's something that, you know, I often thought about with my own boys, I'm doing that with my own boys, but um, it's just, a, it's a really cool memory that I have that I just appreciate um, that my dad took the time to do that um, with me. Uh, we would spend every, just about every evening together out in the garage, uh, a lot of weekends, um, and, but I learned everything about cars from that experience. And it's something that I, that I'll never regret. Um, what is my aha moment, uh, you got from your boys when they were younger, that made a big impact on you that is with you to this day. Um, one of my aha moments, it's something that I'm not proud of. Um, <clears throat> something that I struggled with as a dad when they were younger um, and that was learning to apologize. Uh, I think dads carry um, so much weight on their shoulders, trying to be a financial provider for the family. Um, and I think it's something that, that we carry as dads, but we have to learn as dads that it's okay to be wrong. Um, it's okay to mess up. Uh, you're going to make mistakes. You're human. Uh, but apologizing to your kids has such a huge um, it has such a huge impact on them, um, letting them know that, hey, listen, I messed up as a dad. I messed up in what we did. I messed up in that. And I want you to know that I'm acknowledging that I made that mistake and I'm apologizing to you for it. That sends, that, that's huge. That is massive. And that's something that I struggled with when they were younger. I thought that, you know, as the dad, I know everything. I know you know, I, I thought that I, as a dad, that they, no matter what I said, they did, um, period. And there was no discussion. But what I didn't realize is that there were times that I messed up and I wasn't acknowledging that I messed up. I was trying to kind of sidestep it. Um, so that took me, a, that took me many years. Actually, my wife kind of helped me realize that. But apologizing as, as a dad um, goes a long way and it tells your kids, hey, it's okay to mess up. Just own your mistakes, learn from them, grow from them and do better next time. And I think as a dad, I had to learn that the hard way. Um, you know, as parents, when we have kids, we've never been parents before. So it's, so it's new to us. And we learn as we go along. We learn from not only how we are raised, but um, people that were around, other parents that were around, uh, maybe the books that you read, um, things like that. But for me, you know, I was just, I was, I was just caught up in, in whatever it was that I was doing that I was just didn't, I was too proud to apologize. And so I had to learn that. And to this day, I still apologize to my kids. And you know what? 
aside from the kids, the other thing is the spouse. Don't be afraid to apologize to your spouse. Um, own it. You make a mistake, apologize. That goes a long ways and that will change um, the direction uh, of whatever it is that took place uh, and help you to be stronger together, not only as a couple, but as you know, father and son, father and daughter. So I think apologizing, if, if that's something that you're really struggling with, um, practice it. I mean, practice it. Um, learn to just say, uh, just learn to just apologize. Put the ego aside, put the attitude aside, put the frustration aside, and just apologize to your kids if you mess up because that, that sends them, uh, that tells them that, hey, as humans, we're going to mess up. It's okay to mess up, but just own it. And then we move on and learn from it. So I think that's a, that's a really, really great question. Um, uh, what is your vision for your sons? That was another question that I got. And, you know, I had, I had a lot like dads when, when our kids are younger, I had a lot of different ideas for the things that I thought my boys would be into or, or uh, what they would do when they got older uh, you know, as, as little kids, you know, they either want to be this, you know, elite, uh, you know, pro athlete, or they want to be a firefighter or something like that. You know, for my boys, uh, I didn't know what they were going to do when they got older. One thing I did know, though, is that I was going to raise them up to um, be the best person that they could be. And I think that we have to do that as parents, teaching our kids how to, how to be productive members of society and teaching them how to be responsible and teaching them how to be honest and teaching them work ethic. All those lessons that we're teaching our kids come from uh, our example. And whether they're a year old or 15 years old, they're watching everything that we do. They're watching uh, the things that we do, not only outside the home, but in the home, you know, the jobs that we have, um, how we treat our spouses, the relationships that we have with other people, how we react to things, how we react to challenges, how we react to heartache, how we react to loss, how we react to love. Um, they're watching all those things and they're soaking it in. Kids are like sponges. They're just soaking it in. And then they respond or react very similar to how you react or respond. And so I think for me, the vision that I had for my boys is just to be the best um, human beings that they could be, treat others well, uh, learn how to love, learn work ethic, um, learn how to trust people, and learn how to build trust with others. Um, and I think that those lessons were not necessarily something I had to teach by telling, but to teach through my actions and to teach by example. Um, and I think my wife and I have done a phenomenal job at that. My son is a workhorse. Um, he works a sales job right now. He's 23 years old. He's making a, a phenomenal uh, living, saving up his money. He's, he's still at home, but he's saving up his money so he can buy his first house. And as we know, houses are not cheap in California. So he's saving up his money to buy his first house, but he's making a really good living um, working a sales job. And he works all the time. Uh, the other thing that he's doing is he's, he loves working out. He loves going to the gym. He's at the gym every single day, every single day without fail. Every single day he's at the gym. And um, that's important to him. And that's work ethic. That's dedication. And I think those things are lessons that we taught him through our own actions when he was growing up. 
my younger son is in college and he knows the importance of going to school. For me and my wife, school was going to college uh, was a non-negotiable. You were going to college. We were going to pay for your college, but you're going to college um, to get that uh, to get that degree. It was something that was very important to us. My wife and I both have degrees. Um, actually, my sons witnessed me graduate from college when they were younger. Uh, I went into the military after high school. And then when I got out of the military, I started going to college while I was working a corporate job. And my sons witnessed me graduate from college. And I think that was a huge lesson for them that, hey, this is, a, this is an important part of life that we have to go through uh, to help us be better in our careers or, you know, to be better financially, to help us grow our income, at, you know, in our careers. Um, going to college is super important. So I think that that was a huge lesson just letting them witness me walk across the stage at, you know, at my university, um, getting that college degree. And both my sons, my older son graduated from college and he graduated early. He graduated in three and a half years instead of four years because he worked so hard at it. He went to summer school. He did all the things he needed to do so he could graduate early. My younger son's going to college as a sophomore in college and he's playing college basketball. So not only that, he's got a job. So he's got a job on campus. He's playing college basketball and he's going to school. So those things, I think, um, I can't give them those skills, but I can show them how to do that. And I show them, my wife and I both showed our boys through our actions. Again, it all comes back to your own actions, leading by example. Um, I know we've talked about that a lot on my show, but leading by example is huge for our kids. Because like I said before, our kids are sponges. They're sucking everything in that they're, they're seeing and hearing. And, the, and it, it goes a long way, especially when they get older. It goes a long way because it really teaches them how to be... Um, great members of society. So um, that's a that's a really, really, really good question. Um, what is, here's another one, what is one strategy dads can start today that can help build the bond with their kids? Um, there's several, but I think one of the most important things is showing them love. Um, letting your kids know that, hey, um, whether, whatever it is that they're doing right or wrong, letting your kids know that hey, I love you. Um, and I'll always love you. And my boys always knew that we I said, I love you to my boys all the time, probably drove them nuts. But um, letting your kids know that you love them. And uh, something else that I always told my boys, my wife and I always told our boys, I don't care what it is that you do right or wrong. I'm always going to be in your corner. I'm always going to be your support system. I'm always going to be there for you. My boys made plenty of mistakes growing up. My boys messed up a lot growing up. The mistakes that they made though, didn't, didn't um, change how much or how, you know, it didn't change how much I love them. I still love them the same. There may have been lessons or things that I had to help them with along the way, but, but what my boys have always understand that my dad loves me. I know that my dad loves me. My boys always understood. My mom loves me. And I know that I messed up here and I know I made this mistake, but my mom loves me and she's going to be there for me. And my boys never, um, never doubted that. Uh, I know that for a fact. Uh, the other thing that we did to kind of help build that um, bond with our kids is um, letting them know that we trust them and they can trust us. We're their support system. And they can always talk to us, no matter what it is that's going on in their life, they can always come to us and talk to us. There are times 
through my kids' lives when they grew up that they were um, struggling with something. Friendships, whatever it was, I, I, not to give you any examples, but just different things that they struggle with. All kids go through various stages where they're struggling with different things. My kids were never afraid to come talk to us. My kids were never afraid to come tell us how they were feeling. My kids were never afraid of rejection. Uh, my kids were never afraid that if I do this, they're gonna, they're not gonna love me anymore, or they're, they're gonna love me less. My kids never had that um, because we showed them so much love, and we let them know that hey, we're your support system. We're gonna be in your corner 100%, regardless of what it is you do right or wrong. We're gonna be in your corner 100%. You can always count on us. My boys always knew that from the age that they could understand it to now. My boys always knew that. So that was a, um, that was a huge, uh, huge lesson that my boys had to learn and that we had to learn as parents. But um, I think uh, I'm kind of looking at my uh, questions and, and one of the last questions that I got, um, and um, it's something that a lot of parents struggle with now, and that's trust. How do I build trust in my kids? I actually had parents ask me that. How do I build trust in my kids? Because my kids think that, they, that I don't trust them. How do I build that trust? Um, that can be hard because especially in today's uh, world, there's a lot of uncertainty out there, um, allowing our kids to go do things. Uh, and then technology, technology has just advanced so much that um, we're not sure what it is they're doing all the time uh, on these devices. And one of the ways that my wife and I built trust or uh, trusted our boys is that we just gave them a little bit of, I guess you call it freedom, uh, gave them a little bit of freedom to let them kind of navigate things on their own. And that helped build that trust with them. And one of the things my boys knew is, listen, we're, we're going to allow you to do the things that you do, um, the things that you're doing, we're going to allow you to do those things under these conditions. And we laid down conditions for them. Um, one of those being, I want to know who it is you're hanging out with. Um, I want to know their parents. I want to know the kind of people they are. Uh, that's super important as a parent that has a child that has friends that they may not always know. These friends are at school or whatnot. You want to go hang out with Billy, that's fine. You can go hang out with Billy. But where are you going? Who else is going? And then I want to talk to Billy's parents because I want to know who's Billy's parents. I want to know the kind of people they are. Um, that helped me build that trust with not only Billy, but my sons. Uh, so there was little things that we started to do with my boys, um, you know, letting them go to the movies uh, with a friend um, <clears throat> when they were younger, you know, maybe 12, 13 years old, letting them go by, by themselves. Now, maybe, maybe I was sitting in the parking lot while they were at the movies, but <laughs> it's just kind of letting them have that little bit of freedom. Um, and, it, and then you just kind of go, uh, you know, you just kind of extend it as you, as they get older, you just kind of extend it as they build that trust with you, and, but help your kids understand that. Listen, it's not that I don't trust you. It's not that I don't, I don't think that you're going to be out doing wrong. Um, it's that I need to make sure that you're safe. I need to make sure that, that you're not putting yourself in harm's way. So it's important for us to understand what it is you're doing, who you're doing that with and why you're doing it to help us make sure that not so much that, hey, I, 
it's not so much that I don't trust you. It's that I want to make sure you're not, you're not putting yourself in danger or, or possibly getting, you know, possibly having a chance to put, get yourself in trouble. Um, <clears throat> so those kind of things uh, are important for parents to understand with their kids. I think when kids go off to school, especially when they have these, these devices, these cell phones and such, um, I think it's important to understand that they're, they're away from us, you know, practically six, seven, eight hours a day. So to really know the things that they're doing, the people that they're hanging out with, the kids that they're hanging out with, the things that they're being taught in school, and the parents of those kids that they're hanging out with, um, those are important to understand and, and, and know about. Um, and that will help build that trust with them. Um, so that's a, uh, that's a really, really good question. And it's something we struggle with all the time for our kids because we want to make sure that our kids are safe. We want to make sure that our kids are healthy. We want to make sure that our kids are making the right decisions. And um, I think just allowing them a little bit of freedom to kind of get it, you know, to know what it's like to be out on their own, be independent. Because listen, when kids are teenagers, they want to be independent. So just allowing them to have a little bit of freedom to um, understand what it's like to be independent. And then if everything went well, give them a little bit more the next time and a little bit more the next time. And I think that's um, that, that will help build that trust. And I think the kids will appreciate it too. Over time, they'll start to, you know, build that trust with you and they'll start to have more freedoms. And um, so I think it's, I think it's really important. You know, when my boys were getting their licenses to drive cars, they got their license and they wanted to drive to school right away. They wanted to drive to school all by themselves. Um, and I have to be honest with you, as a dad, I trusted my kid behind the wheel. I trusted my kid driving to school because I had been driving with him for the last year and a half. So I trusted that he could drive to school, but I didn't trust other people. I didn't trust other people out on the road. And so for the first couple months of his driving to school, I used to follow him. And I used to follow him to school to make sure that not so much that he didn't do wrong, but that other people didn't, didn't um, cause him any danger. Uh, and so I used to follow him to school. I did that for a couple of months until I could see that, okay, things are going okay. He's making right decisions. Other people are not, you know, causing any issues. Everything seems to be going okay. Um, and so I kind of let that go and let him have the trust to kind of be out on his own at behind the wheel of a car. Um, so those kind of things, just kind of building that up, doesn't have to happen all at once. You don't have to ha let your, you know, 13 year old go spend a, a weekend away with some strange, you know, friend that you've never met. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is just kind of build it up over time. So I hope that answers that question. Um, but it's a really good question. It's something that parents struggle with all the time. Um, I'm going to be doing more of these. Um, I think IG lives are really good for this. Um, but this is something that has been uh, something that I've wanted to do for a while. And I know a couple of weeks ago, like I said, I put these questions out or I, I put a post out for people to ask me questions about me and about the podcast and about parenting. And um, I got some really good questions. Um, so I really appreciate it, but I'm going to be doing it again. And I want to know more from you guys. I want to hear, you know, the things that you're struggling with, the things that you're going through. I want to know exactly what it is that, uh, that, what advice I could give you. I want, I want to know what questions you have for me so I can give you that advice. I want to know um, everything. I mean, I'm going to be sending out this, um, this post again, pretty soon. And I want to hear from as many as you as possible, because I think this is really good. Um, not so much me interviewing somebody else, but just from my perspective, because I know when I do my podcast episodes, 
I don't talk a whole lot about me. It's more about the guests that I have on. That's the point of the episode. I want my listeners, my viewers to know who this person is and their parenting style. Um, because I, this, it isn't about me. It's about who they are. So, but I really, um, enjoyed doing this and I think it's important for, for parents to really, um, uh, listen and watch and, and ask more questions. Um, I think it's great. So if you're not, uh, if you're not subscribed to my podcast yet, uh, you can get it on all the different platforms. Make sure you do that data podcast. Um, it's also, uh, my YouTube channel, make sure you guys are subscribing there and leave me a rating review on, uh, Apple, uh, podcasts. I'd love to love to hear your review. Um, but also make sure you guys are subscribing. My show comes out every single Sunday, um, with a new guest. And um, I'm really looking forward to some of the guests that I have coming up. So uh, make sure you guys continue to stick around. I really love the, the feedback that I've gotten so far from people that have left me reviews and stuff and people that have responded to my social media. Um, I, I get great messages. So keep doing that because it just it helps prove that what I'm doing is good. What I'm doing is right. What I'm doing is needed. Um, and I want to keep doing that. I want to keep helping you as parents be the best parent that you can be. So make sure you guys continue to check out my episode. I'm really looking forward to this next one that I do of just me kind of answering your questions. So make sure you guys um, let me know if you have any questions. Um, but make sure you guys check out my episode every single Sunday. I'm looking forward to see you guys on the next Data. Thanks for listening to another episode of Data. Make sure you guys subscribe to my podcast and my YouTube channel. And do me a favor, leave me a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you to see what you think of the show. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes coming up each and every week. Thank you for listening. This is Data. Up.